Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, along with Tom Dalton and Jim Edelman from the PBS TV show Under the Radar. We're well past Cinco de Mayo, but that won't stop us from enjoying tacos, cerveza, and tequila at the Royal Oak Taco Fest this summer. Sixty years ago, it all began at one of Michigan's biggest and best resorts, Shanty Creek Resort. And today, the experience is even better. With two chain of lakes and the U.S. 12 Heritage Route, there's plenty to see and do in Coldwater Country. And for some of the best and affordable golfing in the country, head to Boyne. We travel Michigan next, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go traveling. To Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and this week, my friends, uh, I am joined by our occasional uh, special guest host. That doesn't mean you're occasionally special. It means you're occasionally guest host. Uh, we're here with Tom Dalton, Jim Edelman from the PBS award-winning TV show Under the Radar. Guys, good to be with you. We do this often enough to maybe... Yeah. It's maybe we're not that special anymore. Well, we're yeah. here. We need to <laughs> just hosts and not guest hosts. We need to be withholding. Yes, exactly. He'll <laughs> love us more. Yeah. Well, if you were paid, you would be paying withholding. And you forgot the smash hit Emmy award winning PBS TV That's show. That's correct. Maybe he leaves that out on purpose. What was I thinking? But uh, let me tell you, we're going to have some fun today uh, with uh, our guests that uh, are coming along the line for the next hour. So hope you can stay tuned. We're going to start out today in the cold water area. In fact, we're going to go to cold water country which I know you guys are very familiar mm-hmm. with, yes. by bringing in Deborah Prater, the executive director of the Coldwater Country Yay. Visitors Bureau. Deborah, good to be with you. Thank you for having me. Well, we uh, we were, actually, we've been to the Coldwater Country, all three of us, uh, with you, in fact, many times. It's a really great area. What, what, do you, what do you think is the number one reason why people visit Coldwater Country? Well, I think they want to get out of the hubbub of the the bigger cities and just take a relaxed, chill, floating down a lake or on a kayak. We have over 100 lakes in the county and um, access to most of them. Yeah, it's pretty cool that uh, you have, what, two chains of lakes so you can get into, um, I I think, smaller boats, kayaks, smaller boats. I don't know if you can, and you can tell me this, I don't know if you can actually take, like, those bigger boats and go between lake to lake. Can you do that? Yes, you can take a boat as big as a pontoon boat. We even had cigarette boats come down through the chain of lakes. Oh, wow. oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and, so, and are yeah. there are there boats to rent uh, in uh, a few places in Coldwater Country? Yes, there is. In fact, um, we're looking into the summer. You know how they have the bike share in the cities? Yeah, um, we have a company that wants to come in and do a kayak share. Oh, that makes sense. the same concept. I believe Lansing has that now. Well, you know, there are so many places using this approach. It makes so much sense. Instead of, you know, going to all that investment to purchase these things, go out. If you're only there once or twice a year doing it, at least, you know, get started on it. Buy buy one later on. 
So just one of the mm -hmm. many things that you can do in the uh, cold water country area. Guys, during the pandemic, I remember we were in cold water country. We went to the aqua pit. Do you remember we that? Did. Yes. Did. It's Yeah, It's an, I think it used to be an old gravel quarry that they turned into a an absolutely wonderful family place where you can take your kids swim in some warm water uh the and the aqua i don't know what you'd call them the uh it's like a, a playground on the water on the water it's that, an inflatable yeah, yeah the inflatable inflatable floating absolutely yeah. wonderful what's the drive-in movie theater down there that we went to that was so the, the that, capri drive-in yes the capri they're a, open for the season oh what a blast from the past to go there well and deborah yes. Uh, I was impressed because uh, I've just talked to the the owners recently at the Capri, and they're constantly doing new things at an, an old theater. Yes, and they keep everything updated and very clean. It's not like a rundown um, drive-in movie. It's actually quite state-of-the-art. They have the um, digital projectors now, so they can show show the latest release movies. They put those in several years ago. And they still fact, have... I think Mario Kart was just out there two weeks ago or something oh, neat. and they still have the original popcorn machine from i believe the 50s in there and it's still chugging out popcorn for people non-stop yeah. it's wonderful they and they claim to be the best tasting popcorn in town yes so. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt it it's all about the butter and i think they really use real butter yes. which makes a big deal of difference um let's let's get to another place because this attraction and i have not actually been here yet but i really want to go to the critchlow alligator sanctuary <laughs> well, we've been area. there i know you guys have yep been. yeah tell us about That's that pretty Deborah. amazing yeah yes um they have over 120 alligators and the largest one is 10 and a half foot long and it's located just north of athens on m66 just south of battle creek and it is definitely worth the trip where, where do these alligators come from they're rescue alligators. You know, people get an alligator and they're like, oh my gosh, it's getting so big. Well, it's an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. I suppose. In fact, they when do. they started years and years ago, they lived in Battle Creek. And one of the daughters that was giving the tour said that when they were kids, they couldn't go down in their basement because that's where the dad kept the rescued alligators. Oh, when I was a kid, we'd come back from Florida. You could stop by the side of the road, and my mom would buy us each an alligator. She says, well, that's, well, what could what could go wrong? <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> well, and you know, well, the, on, the, the only reason to go to Florida anyway is to see an alligator. So now you don't have to go. You can just go to cold water <laughs> no, country. Well, cold I, water country area. <laughs> what I love about that is they're saving these alligators. Yes. You know, they would have, yes. they would have gone the way of, you know, a very unhappy Dalton alligator. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, there are so many things to talk about in cold water country, yeah. Deborah. Let's let's kind of quickly uh, transition. I know you have the Little, Little River uh, Railroad, and you do something fun on Father's Day? Yes. The steam engine train, uh, which is a, over 110 years old, um, came up from Tennessee. It used to be a logging, smallest Pacific gauge engine ever built because it used to hit, haul um, lumber through the, the hills down there. But they came up, and now on Father's Day, what they do is they invite the fathers down with their families, and the fathers get to ride for free. And they take that steam engine train. It's about an hour and a half excursion over to Quincy Park, which is just east of Coldwater. And it's just a really fun trip. They not only have indoor seating, but they also have old cattle cars that they put tables and, and um, benches in. So you can sit in the open air. Well, and there, you know, there are so many other reasons why you should visit Coldwater Country. You know, there's Tibbetts Opera House. There's the big grill fest coming up on the 17th of June, uh, Strawberry Fest. It goes on and on and on. To learn more, go to the website coldwatercountry.com. 
And our thanks to Deborah Prater for being with us today. We're going to head to Shanty Creek next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, along with Tom Dalton and Jim Edelman from Under the Radar on PBS. Yay. How long have you guys been doing this show? 13 seasons we have been on. We keep trying to mess it up, but it, keep, it keeps getting bigger and bigger keep, in spite of us. Keep giving it back to us. You know what's yeah. interesting? When we are out there in the field together, it's amazing how many people know you guys out on the street. So apparently you have some viewers. Well, I'm more amazed when people recognize me because I only appear at the end of the show chewing every now and then. So. Yeah, we, oh yeah, Jim's my food taster. But yeah, when uh, yeah when people recognize Jim, we know they're super fans yeah. of the show. Well, it's a great show, and I love Thank the fact you. that you go under the radar uh, all around Michigan. And in fact, our next guest is not an under the radar place. It's not no. like people don't know about it. But maybe at this time of the year, a lot of people might say, "Oh yeah, that's right." I think of this as a ski resort, but it offers all these other things as well. Mm-hmm. So let's find out what they do offer by going up to the beautiful town of Bel Air. Enjoy the fresh air of Bel Air at Shanty Creek Resort. And to tell us all about this, let's bring in Lindsay Southwell, the Director of Marketing for Shanty Creek. Lindsay, great to hear from you. Yeah, thanks, guys. And it was great to see you the other day as well. Um, it's always nice to be in the area as we travel all over the state. and. Shanty Creek is such a beautiful place. How long has Shanty Creek been around? So this year we're actually celebrating our 60th anniversary wow. of the building of our ski lodge in, uh, at Summit Village. So uh, 60 years, it's been a long road, but it's been a great one. Yeah, Shanty Creek, as you know, because I've been up there with my family over Christmas and over, it's got an atmosphere like no other resort in northern Michigan. It's just got this old-school, cool, kind of a great resort feel to it that I absolutely love. Yeah, so you pull up to the hotel, and you definitely think, wow, this this was built in the 60s, right? The yeah. outside is very retro. Kind of chalet-looking. You know, yeah, yeah, a very lodgy, mm-hmm. you know, 60s lodge. If you picture in your head, you can think of it. But, you know, we just completed a renovation of the great room in there. So you pull up on the outside, you think, oh, this is like a step back in time. But once you step inside, it's a whole nother ball game because we've really modernized the look and the feel of the inside with our restaurant, with our front desk. We've added a coffee bar all on our main lobby level. So we've really upped the game there. It's really kind of a big transformation as you walk through those doors. Yeah, and the views alone are worth um, whatever it takes, whatever time it takes to drive up there. The views alone from that lodge are worth, worth the trip. And Yeah, those sunset views of Lake Bel Air are like nothing else. Well, it's it's four season, and that's what I love is that you know in the the height of the fall colors, in in the emergence of spring, and then obviously the the, the winter white, it is amazing from every corner. Just driving in, um, yeah. you know, we've been there a number of times with the show, and it's just been so much fun. The golf, the cycling in the area. I mean, I, I'm ready to keep my clothes packed and head hmm. head back up. Well, we're all let's let's yeah. go after this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's, what's neat about Shanty Creek is you are a, a getaway. You know, you're you're near Traverse City, you're near Kalkaska, you're near Charlevoix, but you're not downtown in any of these places. You really are 
out there, uh, and, and it's a much bigger resort than it might appear to be. Tell us about kind of the size and the makeup of the resort. Yeah, so we really are a destination unto ourselves. Scenic Creek is 5,500 acres, so we are a very big resort. We have four villages is what we call them, and so each one of them kind of has their own personality as far as the look and the feel, uh, the amenities that are there. You know, we have golf courses at all four villages. Uh, We have skiing at one of the villages, tubing at the other, uh, restaurants at some, it's really just kind of a mix. You know, you can come to Shania Creek several times, and it can be a different experience uh, unto itself. And, you know, we have, we're fortunate enough to live where we do in this little corner of northwest Michigan. It's a fantastic area to get outside. We're very blessed with lots of waterways, the Shania Lake Water Trail. Uh, Torch Lake is right nearby, uh, which is my favorite place to go out in the summer. Uh, lots of woods, hiking trails, biking trails. We really uh, are fortunate to be surrounded by it all. Beautiful place, beautiful area. And, you know, these days, uh, one thing we learned from the pandemic with all the virtual uh, opportunities out there is that people can work from anywhere, people can study from anywhere, and families can travel now at unique times of the year quite often because they can do all that stuff virtually during the day. And then get out and, and make some family memories. What a great place to, to do exactly that. Absolutely. You know, we have so many opportunities right at the door uh, to get out there to enjoy that fresh air. You know, we, we have this little saying, you've already said it, Bel Air is fresh air. It's literally the name of our town, fresh air. So mm. we really think that that is something, like you said, we really want, we really crave. And it's really, we've seen a big resurgence in our guests of wanting to go, wanting to enjoy Northern Michigan, wanting to get out of that every day and really come experience nature, get outside. Yeah, I mean, the, the natural beauty of the landscape up there is is just amazing. And I'm a big hiker and mountain biker, and you guys have a ton of that in the summer, don't you? Yes, we are fortunate enough. We're right down the street from Glacial Hills Pathway, which is 31 miles of probably the best single track in the state. So lots of hills in the woods. It's a fantastic place. We also like if you're more into nature hiking, right? We have Grass River Natural Area, which is located on the Grass River, um, but lots of wildlife walks and they have people who help you identify flowers and the salamanders and go mushrooming. And so it's really uh, a place where you can kind of make your own adventure, but have some help along the way if you need it. I think that's the first time Salamanders has been mentioned on this program. They're Just, awesome. So you went, we have lots of them. There you go. That's, that's pretty cool. So, you know, speaking about trails, a lot of people would find, you know, mountain biking through an area like Shanty Creek a little imposing. And yeah. I know that a lot of folks are going to these e-bikes. Maybe they're not going to be on an e-bike and, and be totally powered all the time, but it gives you that little extra lift. Are there places to rent e-bikes in your area? Yeah, we actually have e-bike rentals right here at the resort. And like I said, northern Michigan is a hilly place, and it can be a little cumbersome to get out and get riding. But these e-bikes are fantastic for getting out and riding. I love them because it takes the work out of the biking when you need that help and really allows you to like enjoy where you're traveling enjoy where you're at you're not like i just gotta make it up this next hill right you're you're having fun and you're able to really enjoy that now you still get that workout that you want with the bike 
just a little bit easier. Right. That's what we look for. I look for something like that in my golf game too. And you guys keep adding golf uh, courses to your uh, roster too. So what we, uh, what's happening there? Yeah, we do. We just added a another course, Hawkside Golf Course. It was a neighboring course, um, and we acquired that uh, just two summers ago. It is quickly becoming one of our guests' favorites. Uh, you know. We have a lot of the more famous counterparts here at Shanty Creek, along with our other courses, but a lot of people have heard of Cedar River, Tom Weiskopf Design. A lot of people have heard of The Legend by Alma Palmer, and it was really one of the first golf courses that really made northern Michigan a golf destination on the map. So a really good, versatile uh, golf experience for folks. Different difficulties, different uh, styles of play, different golf course styles. So... Um, and different price points. So if you're thinking, well, I like to golf, but I don't really want to spend a lot of money, you can do that too. So um, from one end to the other, you really can get a great getaway, play a different course almost every day of the week here at Shanty Creek. And, you know, I, I do notice, uh, Lindsay, that Condé Nast Traveler named Shanty Creek Resort as one of the top golf resorts in the world. You have to say that with an echo, kind of like one of the top golf courses in, in the, the world, 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 it world, sounds world. so much better that way when you do it <laughs> right. that way. I love that. Lindsay, uh, thank you for being with us today and uh, for reminding us of uh, the many reasons you should head up to Shanty Creek Resort at this time of the year, at any time of the year, a true four-season, really cool destination in northern Michigan up there in beautiful Bel Air where you can also find shorts, a very popular little watering hole up there as well, uh, and everything else that's really cool about that little town of Bel Air. For more information, go to this website. It is shantycreek.com, really simple, S-H-A-N-T-Y creek.com. Very cool. We're going to find out about another cool place and a cool event, Taco Fest in Royal Oak, next on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, along with Tom Dalton and Jim Edelman from Under the Radar. Guys, the, uh, how's it going so the far? The three traveling amigos. You know, when we get together, we do have a good time, and, uh, you know, that's what everybody should do. Actually, you should do that. It doesn't matter what work you do, but especially in the travel industry, we're all about fun. Well, you're the only person I know personally who travels more than even we do. I yeah. mean, you are on the road. When we get somewhere, you've either just left, you're there, or you're on your way there. Yeah, that's so, probably yeah. right. That's probably right. Well, and, and I'll tell you, traveling with you guys has been a blast, as uh, we are again uh, this week. And I'm hoping that you guys will be able to get out to the same place that I'm hoping to be able to get to, and that is Royal Oak, for a big event that's uh, uh, kicking off pretty soon. It's coming up for the 4th of July weekend, plus a little bit more time. Let's bring in John Witz. He is uh, with the Royal Oak Taco Fest. John, you were like Mr. Festival, and here we go again. Yes, this is this is a, a, a fun one, and we do have a few. Uh, our last one was Winter Blast in Royal Oak. We've got Arts, Beats, and Eats coming up. We've got the Detroit Harvest Fest and Food Truck Rally. Um, but we our eyes are focused on Fourth of July weekend coming up in a few weeks, and and this one kicked off last year. An inaugural event of 60,000 people 
so big it got a little crazy at times we've actually moved the the site to the other side of royal oaks downtown to get more space for more taco trucks more music and uh we're making it bigger and better because the biggest concern from our first year is we had too many people so we, we need more stuff and and we're ready to to bring it to everybody so good to be here guys those are good problems to have. Yeah, uh, and this is Tom from Under the Radar. I have to tell you that, I mean, Royal Oak is such a cool town in and of itself, even without a festival going on. Uh, but you guys do festivals right. I've been in many bands that have played Arts, Beats, and Eats. Um, it's just a great atmosphere there when you guys do festivals. And tacos, I happen to know, they're their own food group. I mean, we are, Jim and I from on the show, we are taco freaks. So I'm really looking forward to this. Well, I will, I will tell you that the, the food lineup is going to be incredible. We're actually announcing all the trucks uh, this week, but I can tell you that some of the 50 trucks include Drunken Rooster, which has spectacular uh, corn and, and flavors, Buffy's Mexican Grill, Peace Love Tacos, Cape Paso, uh, Real Taco Express, the Spike Rack, Torta Express, uh, Cousin's Lobster Truck is doing lobster tacos. So oh, this thing's going to be insane and a lot of fun. But we'll be leading with some some great food. Uh, and this will be on the west side of Royal Oak. kind of starts at 3rd Street, 2nd Street, and goes near their new City Hall Complex and Centennial Commons Park. It's just beautiful over there. So, John, it's Jim. Uh, I am a research nerd. I need to get to the numbers. How many tacos were served last year? <laughs> Give me a ballpark. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you a ballpark, and it w- I'll give you a better number if you're a numbers guy. Yeah. So Arts Beats and Eats, uh, the restaurants do in the nine hundred thousand to a million mark, and that's Labor Day weekend. In sales, the amount of gross sales yeah. of tacos was nearly seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars wow. in the Whoa. first year. So that that supports a lot of small business, and that doesn't cover. The impact in the downtown because we actually had to close the event and people spilled yeah. into the downtown. So, uh, you know, just an economic starter of food and supporting local food trucks and small businesses. I can only Since imagine. You're a numbers guy, Jim. I, uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, I can only imagine the salsa stained shirts <laughs> that left Royal Oak that day. <laughs> I'm good for 30% of that. So I'll be, uh, I'll be, well, it's center. funny you mentioned salsa stained because if just talk about some of the other activities, we have a hot sauce contest sponsored by Kroger. Um, We we have a taco eating contest sponsored by Condados. Um, We have a yappy hour, which is uh, kind of a pet parade contest for dogs and cats dressed as tacos, which will be in Centennial (laughs) Commons Park. Um, All sorts of fun activities mix in mariachi bands we have lucha libre wrestling Uh, that's awesome (laughs) hold it here what is it that's where they wear the masks that's that's a blast i've I've never heard of this lucha libre wrestling really yeah yeah they wear the they wear the colorful masks the wrestlers do it's an absolute blast to see well whenever i'm eating tacos it's like i'm wrestling uh, and because uh, <laughs> it's quite a mess that can be left behind. So you have h- how many food trucks are coming out for this, John? Well, mo- more than 50. We're working on the room right now. I mean, we're laying it out. There's, I think we have 52 in right now, and we're trying to – we might uh, actually incorporate the Royal Oak Farmer's Market into this as a last-minute addition on four of the days. Just, um, again, we're going to continue to monitor – ticket sales and we want to 
make sure we create the best ex, you know experience possible. I think there's a just to give you the background on festivals, it, it it's always tricky because you want to say you know we have all of this stuff, but if you have too many food trucks and the trucks don't do well, then they don't come back. You the idea is to try and match you know the create excitement, get a good crowd, and then match the right amount of trucks and entertainment for that crowd. So that's what we're trying to do. And, and we know we need to make it bigger and, and 52 will be the minimum Dave Lorenz of trucks that you plus plus food trucks have become a phenomenon in and of themselves. I mean, there are so many, the variety of food trucks out there and the places you can find them. I mean, when I want to have fun, my daughter lives in Southwest Detroit. I go down to visit her and we just go from taco truck to taco truck to taco truck all afternoon. So I'm so looking forward to this event. Yeah, and and for 100%, and, and what we will have trucks that are not Mexican-themed that will all be doing a taco item. So I think that's one thing wow. you'll see that's a, at that's the event. A, so it different. is... A taco fest. I got to mention the tequila is going to be everywhere. Oh, thank we have, you. We have frozen margaritas that'll be there. <laughs> yes. Two frozen margarita stations to keep people uh, uh, chilled and cooled off. So a lot of adult beverages will be there. I have to mention some of the bands because we talked about live music. We have again announcing the bands this week, but uh, some that I can tell you are coming: Elise King, Leaving Lifted, Jackson and the Pool Sharks, All Grown Up. The band Mint, the Santana Project, Ryan J. Um, we'll have strolling entertainers, still walkers, fire eaters, bullwhip demonstrations. Uh, Whoa. And then for the kids, glitter tattoos, the Michigan Science Center, uh, magicians, jugglers, free crafts, hula hooping. So family and adult entertainment, you know, joins the trucks and uh, the tequila and everything. It's just going to be I'm so excited about this event just because it it shot off to a great start. Reminded me of Arts Beats and Eats back in 1998 in Pontiac, just mm. what a jump start it had. And people were looking for this. They love tacos. They love tequila. But as you know, when we do festivals, we try and add a lot of stuff. So you got to put cheese on tacos. So the lucha libre wrestling, that's the cheese. That's the can't be fun. You yeah, know, we got to exactly have a lot of right. stuff there. Exactly right. Well, and of course, you found a, a pretty good weekend for a festival, June 30th through July 4th. So it sounds like it's, it's going to be a blast and uh, a lot of fun. Now, uh, how, I'll lay this kind of out. The way this is all situated, will you have like trucks uh, kind of in a square and then the other activities in the middle? Is there a, a, a ticket price to get in? How does that work? Sure. So let's start with the layout. Um, we use Third Street. There'll be a line of taco trucks in Troy Street. We'll have our family uh, entertainment in Centennial Commons, which is this spectacular new park space in downtown Royal Oak. And then we'll have stages in parking lots. So the farmer's lot. Uh, we'll have a stage. There's a, a private lot. I can say his name. The lot was donated by Don Nahat in Royal Oak. Uh, the parking lot next to uh, Rock on 3rd, across from Lockhart's Barbecue, and the Royal Oak Tap House. They'll have a stage there. So it'll be really, again, smells, tastes, sounds as you walk through that side of the downtown, the, the uh, east side of Main Street. Uh, so that's the layout. The cost right now, you can just through Jan, uh, June 15th, you can get tickets at only $7 in advance. The price goes up to $12 at the door, so it's really wow. good to get your tickets now. You can actually also, at that discounted rate, buy three and get uh, a fourth ticket for free. 
So these are last year's prices. We keep uh, online till the 15th, again, just to try and know how many people are coming. So the value is is great there now. Uh, RoyalOakTacoFest.com is where to purchase them. And uh, so that gives you some pricing. The parking is, re- you know, they talk about parking in Royal Oak, but the real misnomer here is there's 4,500 parking spaces oh, and yeah. decks and meters. Yeah. So there's plenty of parking. You can park for free in the parking decks for the first two hours. So parking's a lot better than, you know, some of the imaging or the discussion that's been out there, especially on a festival basis where you have these parking decks that are very inexpensive. There might be a $3 fee for this one, but the uh, the parking is going to be, you know, significant in terms of availability and moderate in terms of pricing. Well, you're going to have to uh, work out, work off all those uh, tacos by walking a bit to the parking spot anyway. So all is good. Thanks to John Witz, event producer from the Royal Oak Taco Fest. It's coming up soon, June 30th through July 4th. For more information, go to this website, royaloaktacofest.com. All right, guys. Uh, next, we're going to head up north, talk about a little golfing at Boyne, and so much more right here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan with guest hosts Tom Dalton, Jim Edelman, Under the Radar. That sounds really cool when I just say it fast like that. I know. God, you almost went right by me. I know. It's amazing. (laughs) So, hey, uh, I know that Tom, you're not the best golfer. In fact, you might be just the opposite. Um, I'm the world's worst I, golfer. I, I have seen you golf, and uh, it's quite entertaining. Uh, but uh, Jim, Jim and I have golfed, and man, Jim, mm-hmm. Jim has a great swing. Have you golfed at any of the Boyne properties? I have. We did the whole when we did the golf show a few years ago. We did five golf courses in four days, um, and we didn't have any rain. Well, nice. That was, someone was looking out for us that day, but uh, we stopped at the Boyne and, properties. And, and I have to admit, just aesthetically, the Boyne golf courses, oh, oh my gosh. Beautiful, beautiful. We're going to find out uh, more about the uh, golfing opportunities and about those courses, their designers, reasons why you should head up there as well. Right now, by talking to Ken Griffin, he is Director of Golf Sales and Marketing for Boyne Resorts. How you doing, Ken? Oh, great, Dave. Gentlemen, thanks for having me on today. So you. so you have how many courses there uh, are part of the, uh, the Boyne family? We have 10 here in Michigan, um, all centered around Petoskey, Michigan, four at the Highlands, um, actually uh, three at Bay Harbor Golf Club, one across the street at Crooked Tree, and uh, two down at Boyne Mountain. So all, you know, within 15, 20 minutes of Petoskey. So all very centrally located. And then we also have two in Maine and one in Montana. Well, we'll keep people here in Michigan uh, golfing because it's so much better here. Uh, Truly, you know, really, truly, there's a reason why people call uh, Pure Michigan the uh, America's summer golf capital because we have so many great golf courses and and courses really for everybody, you know, beginners to then really high quality courses. But do you have to be a really good golfer to feel comfortable golfing the uh, Boyne golf courses? 
Well, no, in fact, Tom, I hate to throw you under the bus, but you're <laughs> the perfect example that you don't have to be a great example and, and a great example of why we have 17 PGA pros on staff and why we have an award-winning Boeing Golf Academy to help people out. So, no, I mean, all of our courses have six sets of tees. Everybody should come out and have fun. You do not have to be a low-handicap golfer to enjoy playing at a Boeing Golf Course. You, I, you know, I have to admit, the day we filmed there, I, it did my heart good because I did see other golfers on the course who did resemble my style of golf and it just but they were having the time of their lives it's such a beautiful atmosphere and a great thing to do it's just yeah there are people out there that they're having just as much fun as the pros you know i'll add this that you know i'm amazed when you talk about your golf academy i don't think people think about tuning up their game as much as like maybe skiers do skiers will take uh, a lesson uh, in the in the season to try to improve, but I see golfers just. I'll read an article and then I'll remember <laughs> these 500 things that have to happen during my swing. And right. I think that's something that you know uh, golfers should think about doing. And it sounds like you have the instructors to help anyone along the curve of golfer, right? Well, we have the instructors, and we have you know in today's world, what can speed the process up too is technology. Yeah, we have yeah. analy- a gear system that analyzes your swing, kind of turns you into an avatar, so that it's not you. It's pretty cool. And you your moves, but you don't feel personally responsible for them. Um, you know, we've got a, a track band range, so it's kind of like top golf meets outdoor facility so that if you want to geek out and know what your stats are on eight different specs you can get it or if some of the kids from our first tee program or the first tee of northern michigan program that's that uh is there at boyne highlands come out you know the contest is who hits it further the 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 young (laughs) person that hits it 20 feet or the one that hits it 25 feet but they're having fun that's all that matters yeah and being the non-golfer of the three amigos here um (laughs) Uh, there are so many other reasons to go to Boyne. I've been to Boyne a million times, and I don't golf. And I love, I just love it there. Um, The Skybridge, for one, I've heard so many people talk about that. What's that experience like? Well, you know, it was really unique. That just opened last fall, um, and it really kind of pays homage. It's Michigan's second bridge, as we call it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's 120 feet off the ground. It spans a valley that's 1,100 feet long at Boyne Mountain. In fact, you have to drive right past Skybridge, the one side of Skybridge and North Towers, in order to get to the first tees at Boyne Mountain. Um, and it, it's just a very unique experience. I haven't done it yet this summer. I have done it both in the fall, and I've done it in the winter so um you know michigan it changes all four seasons and the same thing happens on skybridge it's just a a great opportunity you know you ride one of the first chairlifts ever built in the united states all up to current safety specs we moved it from sun valley idaho back in 1948 to boyne mountain to be one of the first chairlifts in northern michigan and it still runs today so it's kind of a sightseeing chair in the summertime um, and in the wintertime, it services just Skybridge. Lots of firsts at Boyne. Very innovative. You always have been uh, for a long time, the Kircher family and, and everybody there at Boyne. And part of the innovation is with the design of the courses. You have some pretty big names, uh, people who have designed your courses. 
going right back to the first 18-hill course, you know, the, the the first course was a nine-hole course at Boyne Mountain that Everett and a friend that was a member at Oakland Hills built because they wanted something to do in the summertime. But uh, then he asked the same friend in the 60s when we bought um, the Highlands, you know, who should I get? And he said, we well, got to get Robert Trench Jones Sr. He's the best designer, but he'll never come to northern Michigan. Mm-hmm. Well, he did. Mm-hmm. And we've had the Heather, which is the one we still, it's, it's our standard bearer today, still you know that many years almost 60 years later it's still our standard bearer for is it as good as the heather when we have a new course or when we buy a property somewhere and um you know that the in addition to robert Trenchone senior we've got the donald ross memorial that pays tribute to great donald ross holes from all around the u.s and we've been making upgrades as technology lets us make it more accurate even than we built it uh back in uh back in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, Arthur Hills has developed a number of courses here, both at Bay Harbor and at the Highlands. So w- we think that, um, you know, a, a trip to northern Michigan, you know, a, a lot of great golf destinations, even the same ones, or, or even in the U.S., you know, take a Pinehurst. They're unbelievable golf, but they're all set in a similar place. And and uh, Bandon Dunes, very g- tremendous golf, but again, a similar spot. But the advantage here is, is you can play golf on the shores of Lake Michigan at Bay Harbor, you can drive to Boyne Highlands and and hit a ball on a par five that is 350 feet from the tee to the green, and you're looking at 4,000 acres without a building. Or at Boyne Mountain, you've got a 1.2 mile drive up to the top, and then you play down to Deer Lake. So it's quality and variety that we can offer here. That even the best national golf destinations uh, we rival. Well, and the great thing about these courses is I gotta imagine they're in high demand. So tea times are going to be a little tougher. Any tips on how to get a good tea time uh, days of the week maybe to, to focus on if you're up in, up in the area? Well, the earlier you do it, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I can say that more than two-thirds of the golf that was totally played last summer, we already have reservations for this summer. Wow. Um, and and our, our, our tea sheet's an open book. If you want to call and book a, uh, a golf package for a couple of days, um, then you just need to call the 800 number or go to the website um, and, and take a look. Uh, but for a tea time, if you just go to boingolf.com and look for tea sheets, all 10 courses, any available tea times are there. And and we don't price it all the same. Where we need, where we have the, the lowest occupancy is where you're going to find the best deals. And where we're the busiest, but that's the course you want to play at that given time, you're going to pay more to play that course at that specific time, just like everybody else does. Kind of like going on a ski vacation Christmas week. Well, right, that's, right. That's, that's exactly why uh, you need to make those tee times now, make your plans, get your hotel rooms, do your bookings to head up north to Boyne, any of the Boyne properties. Here's the website, boynegolf.com. And, and if you want to you know, check out the entire portfolio of activities, go to boyne.com. Our thanks to Ken Griffin for being with us today. Well, guys, that's all the time we have for Travel Michigan for this week. Thanks for joining us. It's always a blast to come down here. Uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Jim, thanks Thanks to you as well. We had to drive you here, so. Yeah. I know. Yeah, so fact, we, uh, we had no choice. <laughs> I hope you can get me back to my car, wherever it is, somewhere out there in pure Michigan. And I'm sure uh, I will see you on the roads as well. Until then, we'll talk to you next week here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go traveling.